0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode forty-five of Pod Hates Us All, the podcast about metal for when you're not listening to metal. As always, I'm your host Alice Gussin, and joining me as always is the fabulous Jonathan Goldthorpe. Oh, Goldthorpe, Goldthorpe, Goldthorpe. I'll take it. Gold, Gold, Goldspork. How you doing, man? You yeah, good? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm lovely. It's it's a, it's it's an early one for us, so it's a bit yeah. different. It's quite nice doing a recording in the morning rather than the evening evening session. It Have is, a little yeah. coffee, bit of sun. Ready to fucking get gassed up. Yeah, the sun is, is hitting you just right. Yeah, no, Oh, I've got a lovely glow going on. <laughs> um, we are without Nick again, which is a shame. We miss him. Uh, we can assure the listeners that he's doing well. Uh, we still talk to him every fucking day. Um, but uh, without any further ado, John, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to um, this band called Black... Uh, no, wait, that's not their band name. Sunrise Patriot Motion. Um, Was that the what was the one what was the black metal band that you linked me the other day is that it? they're not really black it was like, metal it was like goth it was like it was goth. goth yeah it's kind of like yeah, goth yeah. with like a little black metal inspired. yeah it's them it's yeah. them um, yeah that's was great I've had it on repeat man it's it's really good the album is called Black Fell Flower Stream <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we just stuck a bunch of words together <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> um, it's on Spotify that- it's worth looking at yeah, is it uh, is it new? Is it like uh, something yeah. that came out this year? It's, new. it's new. Yeah, it's got the uh, members from um, Ustalost and Yellow Eyes. If you haven't if you haven't checked out Ustalost, they're really good, like Good Blackmail. How do you spell no. that? U S T A L O S T. Ustalost. Ustalost. Nice, nice. Mm. And where are they from? Do you know? New York. Sick. Okay. I, I, I mean, the name sounded like it's there's I some I mean, it could be shit going on here. here. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Could be beer. anything. Could be anything. I oh, mean. What about, uh, I had, what about you? Yeah, I, man, I never checked this band out because I thought they were gonna be Metallica. No. <laughs> 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 well, interestingly the band is Trapped Under Ice, which is named oh, okay. after a yeah, Metallica yeah. song. I never listened to them because I just thought it'll be like, oh this is just gonna be standard tough guy hardcore that I don't really I don't really vibe with. Um, but I got made to listen to them recently. And uh, Big Kiss Goodnight, the album that came out in 2011. It's fucking brilliant. Like, it's so good. Uh, there's so many just big, big riffy moments and loads of... All their changes are really fun. Um, I, think it's, I think it's their drummer is the turnstile vocalist or something like that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I think that's right. I think Fair. that's right. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, just quickly, while, while we're fact- talking about fact-checking, uh, we talked about Neurosis last week. Yes. And I can confirm that their guitarist has been doing... Uh, I'm probably getting this wrong again. But their guitarist <laughs> has been doing vo- has been doing vocals for them since right. the whole Scott Kelly thing. Okay, um, so they are carrying yeah. on. Yeah, they and are sp- carrying on. They are Speaking on. of guitarists doing vocalists, I don't know if this is actually in the news, so maybe I'll leave it, but the whole Black Dahlia yeah. murder thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I forgot. Yeah, let's talk about that in a second. Anyway, 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 anyway. Also, because it's coming up to autumn... I've been get, get dusting off the old Doom records, and uh, Tuscar has been one that I've recently really got into, and uh, I've had some big Paul Bearer binges recently too. Wow! 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 album? Oh, Paul Bearer! Yeah. Uh, the 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 newest one. Uh, what's it called? Oh, Forgotten Days. Forgotten Days. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, it's. I've got it on white vinyl, so I just was like the white one, and then I was like, Nick would be absolutely right. Yeah, Nick would be so angry And that's not even like the album artwork It's just like the copy (laughs) of the album That I have no idea what you have (laughs) (laughs) Right, Uh, we've got a huge show for you this week Uh, We have reviews of new records from Mindforce and Telekinetic Yeti Uh, Also some news and also recommendations So, without any further ado The time has come Two men, Force to do battle, over metal Can you handle it? I don't fucking think so. On Aids Us all, episode 45. Large and in charge and in your ears. I, sc- I cracked on that one. I think that's the first one I've done where I've gone, Aids ah, Us all. <laughs> Yeah, I was ready for Strap Any- Yourself In. There was no Strap Yourself oh. In tagline mate we're strapped in good and tight from the last 44 episodes. we're good we're good safety first okay cool Mm. right Um, little uh, little uh, bit of management of expectations here it's been quite a slow news week Um, except for spoiler alert from the the uh, intro of the uh, uh, podcast just now oops (laughs) Uh, this, this is the most exciting or, or interesting bit of news that has really come out this week. is um, Black Dahlia Murder have, uh, have announced that they will be continuing. Uh, they're going to be doing some tribute shows with um, g- formerly one of the founding members, Brian Eschenbach. I'm going to be pronouncing that wrong. Uh, uh, he's uh, the guitarist who's been in the band for absolutely fucking ages. He is going to be moving on to vocals, uh, and they have another guitarist standing in for them. Um, oh, so he's how, not... How- he's not doing it at the same time it's no 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 he'll be he's gonna be so they were on the cover of Decibel or Louder Sound or they were on the cover uh, they basically did an exclusive with a metal magazine and came out and said um we this is who we are we, we want to carry on um which is fucking understandable the amount of work they've put into that band and yeah got of course and they've got an amazing discography um it's a tough one though, because Trevor is such an was such an integral part of mm. their sound and, and who they were. So full respect to them for carrying on. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I just want to hear Brandon Ellis play guitar more. I don't, I think, I don't think anyone's gonna be mad that they've carried on, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, no way. Absolutely no way. Like uh it's if they'd have like if they, it was like every time I die and they'd fallen out and everyone had split up and got angry and then they carried on, then it would be weird. But it's almost what a wonderful way to, like, continue Trev- like the work that Trevor's done and keep his memory alive for longer. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm just interested to see what his vocals would be like. I think I've seen him do some screaming and stuff from some live videos, but I don't know. Okay, like yeah. Trevor's Tre- Trevor's range is unreal, right? He goes like yeah, right up high. Very unique. Um, yeah, it's not going to be Trevor, I guess. That's one thing we've just got to putting up get in there right it's just not gonna Mm. be the same but it's just is what it is right yeah it's what it is might be one of those things um, that, that happens and then just slowly peters out you know these things happen don't they yeah it could be um I I guess that they'll probably try and do a new album or something or I know so at the moment they've just said that they're doing the tribute shows but they are planning to carry on so it's like there will be new Black Dahlia Murder at some point um so, yeah, I guess I guess watch this space. I for one, am excited and happy about it, but yeah, you know. I think yeah, I think it's good they're carrying on good for absolutely. them, absolutely, good for them, yeah, good for them, fuck yeah, uh, more on that as soon as we hear anything else right, well, I guess while we're talking about new music, um as of the recording, so we're recording this on Sunday, the twenty fifth of September on Friday, the twenty third Darkest Hour turned 27 years old Bloody as a Bloody <laughs> So, been a band for 27 years. Uh, they did their first show on September the 23rd in 1995. They have announced that a follow-up to 2017's Godless Prophets and Mignant Flora, which was their last album, which I did not listen to. No. Nope. Um, so, but yeah, so they have a new album coming out. They, they are working to they're working together, They are working together, studio. What do they sound like? Uh, well, it's definitely, they've definitely just been evolving through metal. Like, I mean, I was into, was it Hidden Hands of the Sadist Nation or whatever it was called? Just, I think it was just called the Sadist Nation. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so I was into that, which was like kind of metal, metalcore. Metal yeah. Prime, and then it got more... metalcore. Yeah. And then it got more, they're almost like the epitome of, of metalcore of that era, weren't they? They were mm. like... I don't know, I kind of just sort of lumped them into that blur of metalcore bands that were there. Um th- I mean, they've got a good sound. They've had some they've had some really good records. I definitely fell off following what they were doing, like in twenty twelve or something. Um yeah. d- I, but with bands like See You Space Cowboy and I don't know. There's there is a bit of a metalcore revival kind of bubbling under the surface a little bit. Yeah, I think I think that is happening. Um, not that I'm that happy about it, but uh, it's I guess it's there. But I, surely they're not going to be the same sound, right? Because they've got to be like they've got to be like 45. You can't be 45 playing metalcore. That's uh, you, uh, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's not right. Yeah, <laughs> but like. <laughs> But what's what's interesting? It's been it's been six years since their last album, right? So in that time, like your think how much music you would listen to in six years, mm-hmm. and how many influences you'd be taking in, and all the stuff that would change. So like, I don't know. I am interested to see what comes out. Mm, yeah, maybe we'll check it out. I don't yeah. know. I didn't check out the last it's... thing, so I doubt I'm going to check out what they bring out. Yeah, but they're going on tour with Black Dahlia, aren't they? They're the support. Yeah, yeah, they are indeed good link. nice nice little good, link. good nice little segue yeah yeah well they, the segue should have come before the fact but oh well yeah well whatever <laughs> so more new music uh this i don't i was sort of debating if this was fur related or not but i know you like them a lot uh queens of the stone age are doing so they've announced vinyl reissues on their website okay of a bunch of so like like uh, like clockwork villains and self-titled are getting vinyl reissues on like fancy prints and stuff but on their website if you scroll down it says uh, breaking queens of the stone age new record announcement imminent Hmm. so it uh they they are teasing a return they're teasing new music okay. um okay well that's Did- how, how do you feel about that i hated the last album <laughs> Did you check which one was the which one was the last album? The one with that Mark Ronson produced. Oh yeah, I don't know what I don't know. It, it, was that it, it? Was it was not good, man. Like considering <laughs> what they were to what they are now, you can see the progression, but it's just I I just switched off. Yeah, yeah. Unless they so go you- back to that kind of, you know, that power deserty kind of sound, I'm I'm not I'm not that bothered. I feel like. I don't know. You'd hope they would do, right? Because what, what has Josh Hom been doing? He's been doing other bands and stuff, hasn't he? He probably wants he a produce, bit of that. He produces, doesn't he, as well? Because I feel like if you had a really cool desert rock, like, psych rock band that you were like, oh, man, i like, really, like, started this band, it got really great, and then you went away and did other shit for several years, you'd be like, yeah, I want to go back and play that some more. You'd hope so. Like, but I think he's probably more interested in, like, Bigger things rather than making an an old school desert sound album. He's been there, done that, hasn't he? Also, didn't he like abuse his kids and. and Yeah, there was something weird going on. Um, I think it was just like a very sort of weird take on parenting. Like, I don't know if it was like actual abuse. It was like. Because he got a divorce, didn't he, from Brodie Dahl? Or they split up because he was quite an arsehole. Oh Brodie Dahl was his wife. I didn't know that. Really? I thought yeah. she yeah, I thought I thought she was married to Tim Armstrong. No, she cheated on Tim Armstrong with, with Josh Hong, like No Yeah, years ago. Mate, this is Mate, this is not news. I can't, believe, <laughs> this is, this is, I, I can't believe I'm finding this out in the news section. This, this is the opposite confusing. of news. <laughs> <laughs> uh this also is not necessarily metal, um, but crosses. Chino Marino and Far side project, which is almost who? like an electro uh, Far, the guy, the other guy in Crosses was in a band called Far. Oh, right. Everyone always says, oh, Deftones and Far, but no one fucking knows who Far are. So it's, mm. it's a bit of a, you know, um, I, sh- I sure didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Um, so they have, they were, so Crosses were their Chino Marino from Deftones, uh, like electronic kind of poppy synths side project. Uh, They were super active between 2011 and 2014, um, back in like Deftones Prime, pretty much, when they were like really, really big. Uh, And and they still are massive. But uh, then in 2020, they released a couple of covers and were sort of teasing, like doing things. But now they've said that on the 28th of October this year, there'll be two new songs uh, called Vivian and Day One, which are coming out. Uh, I don't know if that means there'll be a new album. Uh, at the moment, it's just these two songs. But uh, you'd, you'd, how do you feel you'd imagine about crosses? You'd imagine so. Um, yeah. I never got into crosses. Yeah, um, they're, just, they're a bit they're a bit nothingy for me. Like, really, I've, I I just never was. I never cared to check them out. So I can't comment. Um, from your description, it sounded kind of okay. I like that kind of thing, but we'll see. But I'm not fast. no. Nah. I I feel like if someone. If if you me or Nick, someone was to like this, Nick would like it because of the chino element, and I, I feel think, like I think you Nick would liked like it. Crosses, but... Yeah, didn't he? I think, yeah, I, I, think I remember did. when they came out because Nick's old band was called Crosses, wasn't it? Oh yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They came out as Crosses, and they were like, "Well, a few well, more that's fucking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah." Man, Crosses is actually a sick name for a band. Yeah, um, it is. Man, on their Spotify, if you look for Crosses, they've. Their name comes up as three cross emojis, like in the purple box and everything. Oh, it's really? Weird. I yeah. guess that because yeah. I think that's what it was. It was the icon rather than yeah. the name. But then obviously, mm. fucking fancy bastard, eh? Um, I wanted to make sure that we went back to some decent fucking metal, so I was looking at what other stuff is coming up and coming out. Um, two exciting death metal releases which are coming up, other than the vacuous one that we talked about uh, on our last episode um there's a band called Ascephalix who have a uh, release out this week so this coming friday well this uh, coming it's september 30th it comes out so this is probably out around the same time that has just been released uh, it's coming out on 20 bucks spin. um if you don't know them they they are like classic throwback death metal but with like big leanings to bolt thrower which is really fun okay um there's um, you know when Bolt throw almost sound like New York hardcore, but they yeah. don't. Yeah, you know there's yeah. there's a lot of that vibe going on, and it it's just really fun. Like yeah, cool. um, I I listened to there's a, a song out, I can't remember the name of it, but it's out on Spotify as like a teaser for the album, and it it's good, it's good fun. Uh, the guys' vocals are brutal. It gives you that kind of '90s tamper obituary vibe, whilst also giving you. Um, bolt thrower and something a little bit fresh, so you know they're, they're getting they, it right. What are they called? They are called Acephalix. So A C E P H A L I X. Okay, cool. Yeah, they sound good. It's kind of. Yeah, like, it's do, what are they? Are they anything like Frozen Soul? Because Frozen Soul sort of had that bolt thrower. Thing yeah, going but on. so they haven't gone as caveman as Frozen Soul have. Okay. Uh, so this isn't the first Acephalix release. They've they've got like I think they've got like four albums or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, but this is this will be their newest one, and it's with twenty bucks bin, um, uh, yeah. It's it's not quite as caveman, brutal, just chugging that frozen soul have. Like frozen soul do the big like scoop the mids, caveman yeah. death yeah. metal, death metal risk. Uh, these guys just, I mean, scoop the vocals the really remo- get you. Scoop the mids, <laughs> yeah. Getting all tech, uh, mate. Uh, well, I just see so many frozen soul memes which say scoop the mids, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. um, but. Uh what was I saying? Yeah, so uh as the do vocally bolt thrower as fuck. Um guitar and stuff wise it's, it's a little bit different. So it's yeah, it's worth a it's worth a listen. Worth checking out. Yeah, it sounds sure. good. I'll check it out. Uh the other one that's coming out, which is not this week, but next week, so on October the seventh, is Faceless Burial have a new record coming out. So the new record is called At the at the Foothills of Deliration. is another fucking, like, we just bunged a lot of fucking words <laughs> together. Um, but it's coming out on Misako and uh, The reason I bring this up is because the 2020 release, um, Speciation, was really good. Um, definitely worth uh, a listen. I only checked that out, like, way after it came out, but it was good. Um, and a follow-up to that definitely does excite me. So I'm... Did, did you check out Faceless Burial at all? The name rings a bell... Matt, you'll see you'll see that once you if you look it up, you'll see the logo, but I see this everywhere. Right. Like it's one of the, it's one of those bands. It's like, oh I should probably check them out at some point. Um and that was pretty much how I came across them. I just saw them so many times I was like, I should probably put these in my ears. Um and they are good. They're just like just good good riffing. They're they they if I'm comparing them directly to Asaphelix, like Asaphalics feels like treading very, very familiar ground, whereas these guys, they just, have, I feel like there's a lot more original ideas coming out of um, Faceless Burial. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's they're both quite standard death metal, but but just done very well. Okay. So yeah, I'm more I'm more, in, Abs- I'm more I- inclined to check out Ashishrafevich. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like,
1: I feel like
0: of of the two of them, I feel like Asaphelix would be more up the street. Cool. But, yeah. Ass of Alex. Mm. Ass, 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 of of Alex. <laughs> ass of Alex. Ass of Alex. Quick bit of news, which is like the only big thing, other than Black Dahlia Murder, there's been like two other things that um, uh, Metal Rags have been talking about. Uh, one of them was uh, Papa Emeritus from Ghost uh, throwing the first pitch at a White Sox game. Oh, wow. Uh, did you? Did you <laughs> I have not it's seen. Pre- uh, it's pretty cool. Like he comes out in a full White Sox outfit, but with his face painted... Like it's, so, he looks like a baseball, like a baseball fury from Warriors uh, or something. Yeah, sick, sick. And and uh, people are talking about a load because he's not very good at throwing a ball. So the the pitch itself is a bit like it's so lackluster. Did it reach? The, right, did it, it reach its intended target, or did it? Oh, it, it reached the. It oh, okay. reached the target. It reached the target, but uh, I can't remember. I think it's in the office when they're making fun of someone for like throwing really weirdly, and it looks like that it's like it's like a real i think was it like, was it oscar I, I, that's probably rude of me to say but... <laughs> yeah 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 i think it is i think it is yeah yeah but um yeah it's uh, but yeah it's good, it's good fun it's something fun that happens it's you no know, there's always so much like shitty shitty news normally going on so this is this is well, cool. well sort of linked to ghost apparently he was moaning again about the state of touring the saying like because there's a backlog of you know Cancelled tours and whatever that everyone wanted to get out on the road, that it's impossible to find like tour buses and oh. um, and venues just don't want to put on shows because they don't want the, they're still not sure if, you know, they're going to sell out. So he, he's moaning once again about the state of uh, touring. Oh, he does love a moan, doesn't he? What? He's uh, like, what, what I was going to bring up about the, um, about the, like, the baseball story and, I mean, like you're saying, he's he's out in the press again, moaning about stuff. They they get a lot of fucking press these days. Um, it's almost like Ghost to one of the bands that are like Slipknot now that you just hear lots of stuff about them. Do you feel like they are because they got massive when Mariana Cross went viral on TikTok? They're like breaking through to the mainstream. Do you think they have like staying power? Do you think they'll be like up there? Like metal legends, for I mean, people will debate if they're metal or not. But how, how do you feel? How do you yeah. feel about guys? Like, uh, what, uh, what do you? S- uh, yeah, I think so. I think they've done it for long enough now. Like they've been doing stadiums for a long time, and I think they're yeah. apparently the last ones weren't necessarily as successful. But that was post-COVID, so it's mm. it's you know, there's a lot to be. Could it be that? But I think they've done enough to cement themselves in like a, a huge rock band that's going to be around for a long time. I mm. think personally. Whether it's to anyone's yeah. taste or not, that's, that's a different question. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Um, it's also, I feel like they have a bit more stability in the fact that it's only really... I thought, when I first heard that it was Tobias Forge and then Nameless Ghoul, you know what I mean, almost so that he could just swap out the people who play in his band all the time like without causing a fuss. At first, I was like, oh, that's pretty shitty on everyone else in the band. But now I'm like, that's probably really smart from like a business and PR standpoint the Mm. fact that you never have to upset anyone because you've just got you've just got that randoms in your fucking band all the time so yeah I I mean for me I mean it feels like quite an obvious question like I I think they definitely will be around for fucking decades yet and I feel like at at, unless something big happens that they get cancelled or something like that I think they'll be that's what it is isn't it it's it's on him like yeah it's it's not as if they can have a disagreement and, and the band splits up. It's it's He's yeah. the songwriter. He, I'm pretty sure he writes everything, more or less. Mm. And then he just has a band to play with. So, like... unless Yeah, like you say, unless he does something outrageous to get cancelled, who knows? Mm. So, yeah. Well, long, long may they live, or he live, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, and the last bit of news that we're going to go into is... Uh sabbath have found their way into headlines again uh so ozzy is currently promoting his new album patient number nine which we'll come on to in just a second um uh, he did an interview with stereo gum and he's come out saying 13 which was the last uh black sabbath album was supposed to be the big farewell with with all the original members etc um he said it wasn't really a black sabbath album. He said he wasn't that pleased with the job that Rick Rubin did on production and obviously with contractual issues when they were doing the studio stuff. Instead of having Bill Ward, they had Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine filling in for, for the studio sessions in recording. Um, so this is it's a bit of a speculative thing, which has had everyone saying like, oh, does that mean that they're going to do another final album or something like that or what will go on? I, I really feel like Aussies he must be on his last legs. Like, I don't want yeah, to... How long have we been saying that? Yeah. Yeah, true. Like, it's it's almost like, with Ozzy, people, when they report him talking about touring, they say that Ozzy thinks he has another tour in him. Like, the phrasing of that is, it's like talking about a very frail person, you know? It makes but him he sound... so. Is isn't he? I know, he's fucked. He's yeah. absolutely fucked. Um... But I don't know. It just—I uh, don't know. I—I I, I just kind of worried about the guy's health a bit. But like, I mean, I, I he still he survived this long. I think. Do you know what I mean? I—I I think there's still mm. life left in him. He's—he's just, he's just superhuman. I mean, the amount of drugs that he's in, inhaled and mm. eaten and whatnot—it's I mean, any—it's—it's it's a wonder that he's still on this planet. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe no, he's it's... not on this planet. Yeah, just absolutely like buzzed off his nut. Um, but. So I guess my question is, do you think? Because basically, how he has left the question was that like, oh, does that mean there'll be other Sabbath? And he kind of gave, gave it a never say never, okay, um, vibe to it. I can't see it happening again. I feel like no. It it well, it just feels a bit because the whole thing with thirteen and I definitely it being can. the foot, like yeah, mate, he's done a farewell tour too. Or he's yeah, doing No it. More Tours too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What more proof do you need that he just can't put it down? Mm. And like, I mean, post-show blues are a, a big thing, right? I imagine he must, like, as soon as he's not touring, he must just be like, man, I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and what I love. Like, it must be pretty tough. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's still spitting out solo albums like every couple of years like ordinary man was only a little while ago and obviously patient number nine yep. was uh came out on the 9th of september yeah um what were what were your thoughts on that um you you had a listen right i had a listen uh, i turned off pretty quickly i was just like really I, uh, yeah i just didn't need to listen to it Ooh. it's not that it's bad it's just i don't have time to get into a kind of just average ozzy osbourne album I I think it's the average Aussie Osbourne albums are the ones I really love because they they remind me of 90s horror movies or or like 80s horror movies even even and it's like especially around this time of year when it's sort of autumnal and you know Halloween's coming around mm-hmm. that classic Aussie sound really resonates with me and I'm and I I was putting it on before we did this thinking like oh yeah I didn't actually check out Patient Number 9 I was like this is really fun I'm into it yeah it's not a bad album by any stretch like I expected mm. it to be worse but Nah, no, I just ain't got time. I'm saying that sat here in an Aussie Osborne shirt, which is quite ironic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for the listeners who can't see, uh, obviously no one can see because so we don't release a video of this, uh, Johnny's wearing a beautiful, is it a bootleg? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, a beautiful bootleg uh, Aussie shirt, which, mate, I fucking love that thing. I'm jealous. And uh, where's that been the finish? Uh Moving on to our reviews. Uh, do you have a preference of which we do first? Do you- uh, no. Should we do Telekinetic first? Yeah, let's do Telekinetic. So, okay. It's yours, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll lead. Um, yeah. So, the band is called Telekinetic Yeti, which is a great band name.
1: Fantastic
0: um, band name. R- similar to Hypnotoad in a way, but not... <laughs> <laughs> ah. um, so this is their for, second that- for, for the listeners just quickly Hypnotone is the greatest doom band that you haven't heard it's, it's <laughs> yeah and you will never hear yeah well you could, I mean you could do if, um, oh yeah maybe yeah maybe maybe anyway anyway let's anyway, not hijack this for a self-promotion yeah. of Hypnotone <laughs> <laughs> um, Telekinetic Yeti. the album is called Primordial it is the second album a follow-up to 2017's Abominable um, nice. d- did you know there were two-piece Yes, I did. It's like uh, it's impressive, pretty, right? Yeah, they do not sound like a two piece. So basically, they are a doom stoner psychedelic band, uh, two piece that like mm-hmm. just riff worship. It, it's sort of all all the things that you expect those bands to be. But um, yeah, I guess we'll get onto the sound. We'll get onto we'll get onto the album rather than just trying to describe them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think you did a pretty good job describing because, like, I don't want to get too quickly into, like, a summary of, of them, but they they do, like, a very familiar Doom-like right. sound. Yes, it's, it's not breaking the mould. Like, if you know what Doom, Stoner, Sludgy De- band sound like, um, you're going to know what this band sounds like. Like, Sleem, mm. Torch, um, Slabdragger, very Slabdragger in places. Mm. Um, but they had they do they do a lot of the upbeat there's lots of upbeat energy like there's a lot of energy mm. to it as well. Like like sleep um yeah. sort of high on fire like yeah, yeah And tor- yeah. and torch. Like they're not mm-hmm. they're not scared to like put a double time like pace a stomp a stompier a bit in, but they're not scared to slow it down, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Agree. Lo- I put loose grooves with big tones. I thought that was yeah. quite a good idea. Uh, th- 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 can we talk about the tone on this record? Because it I just love it yeah they've ne- what like, they've done is they it feels like they've studied or they've they've been in the the scene for so long that they've just absolutely honed and nailed the tones the feel the sound of what encapsulates mm. like stoner music basically mm. um and they've done it really well so yeah, yeah i mean let, let's let's get into the record um do you, do you want to talk song names? Because uh, other than having <laughs> one of the best band names I've ever heard, this song has some of the best song titles. This yeah. album has some of the best song titles yeah. Uh, going. Yeah. Uh, to name a few are Ancient Nug, Great name. Uh, Stoned Ape Theory, Toke Wizard. Uh, I mean they they just, they just keep going. You know Stone Ape Theory is a real thing. Yeah. 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 We had this conversation, yeah. didn't we? Because then we went onto the aquatic ape theory, and and then we oh, went. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did, yeah, we did. We went fucking deep on it. Yeah, um, we went a little so, bit conspiracy. So, yeah. yeah, so so for for the listeners, uh, Stone ape theory was a is is a real theory that suggests that. So in human evolution, there's like this weird grey area that people don't know about, and the the brain basically tripled in size about two million years ago. They think. Um, I'm always a bit like dubious as to how how they can actually tell or know this stuff um, but uh, it was a, a it's a theory that suggests that we owe human consciousness and language to ancestors of the of homo sapiens uh, just yamming psychedelics and mushrooms and stuff absolutely and that yeah and that activating brain power and, and us basically gaining consciousness which is which is wild but not un. Not unfeasible, you know. You I mean, can you can imagine it. You can imagine that. I can how, imagine it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but yeah. To actually be part of evolution, though, can you imagine like having so many? Imagine having so many drugs that your children became a new species. I don't, I don't think it would necessarily be as instant as that. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> like, this ape is absolutely smashed up his face and gives birth, and then it's yeah, just this like human. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just start experimenting in zoos. Like, oh. What happened there? Um, yeah, we, we, we're getting away from the topic a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Or, well, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. we're not, because it is very... It's a very weed-centred um, release. Um yeah. So, yeah, so like, let's talk about, like... All right, obviously riff worship. There's a lot of riffs here. Um huge ancient nug like you spoke about. Like it's it's a riff fest. Uh it goes into some massive riff towards the end at around 4 4 minutes or so. I mm. thought they were going to drop it at 4:20. I thought that would have been Yeah, yeah, under yeah, 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 them, but yeah. Um, they didn't. The the <coughs> one thing I love about this album is the textures, like Mm-hmm. It's very layered, um, very reverby. A lot of kind of that kind of swirly, you know, that swirly yeah, that background ooh. noise. Yeah, just sort yeah. of like a, just to space out the listener a little bit. Like they, you know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, and the looseness of it all. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's tracked to a click. Um, it it feels like they're in a room jamming. Like there's even a track that is. Basically, just like a kind of guitar solo that he just feels like he's just improvising on the spot. Mm. Um, light of a di- light in a dying world. That track. Yeah. It. But it's, it. I loved that. Um, I thought it really just made the album stand out a little bit because there was like Sabbath used to do that, like just put some really long guitar solos in that felt quite jammed. Mm. Um, and I feel like as a, as modern music, we're moving away from that um and and everything's becoming quite like structured and tight whereas this felt just very loose and 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 it shines because of it. Yeah, I think that is a big selling point for the album for me is is how jammed it all feels. Mm. And then when you realize that there are two pieces you just think, man they must just love getting baked and just riffing and playing like really really good stuff. it's um Ancient Nug is a standout song for me. Yeah. I really really love it. Um there's There's a lot of things they do, like, as the album goes along, so you get towards, uh, so there's, Invention of Fire is an instrumental which comes on towards the the tail end of the album, Mm -hmm. and it was almost by that point that I started feeling like, okay, they're using a lot of the same tricks here and there, where, like, from from their sessions and stuff, Um, but that doesn't, I think it would be hypocritical of me to say that that's a bad thing. Like you could, there is a few things. There is like the drops. It's like okay, yeah, I've heard them do something like that on like a couple of tracks ago. Mm. Um, and there is like a boo yeah. that they use a lot, almost like a it's like a pinch harmonic that bends and it's weird. Yeah, um, very Ma- it, it very sounds, Matt Pike. Yeah, sorry Matt Pike, So yeah. Matt Pike. Uh, there is there is a lot of worship uh, like. Matt Pike sleep worship going on huge, here. This huge, huge. Like even to the point that the album cover looks like it's Arik Roper. I don't know if it is. I couldn't see it on his website. No one seems no, to be I, able to confirm. I, 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 it's, I don't think it is. But yeah. you can see the the inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I I was in a similar kind of boat when when I first listened to it. The album starts off so strong, and then I thought, mm. oh, this tails off a little bit towards the end, or trails off towards the tail end. Sorry, um, and but then the more I listened to it, the more that Got removed from my yeah. thought process, yeah. and I was like, "Actually, this is a really strong record from start to end." Mm-hmm. Is it? it um, now that we're getting towards, like, we can maybe start talking about like scores that we've given it. Uh, this has been well; it came out in in July, and since we were t- we were talking about reviewing it back then, and I got ready to review it back then, mm-hmm. um, and it has actually been my one of my go tos in all of that time over the last few months if it's like I don't know what to put on I would just put on for driving if you just chuck on like the opening track with the fucking big wrist coming you're just like oh, and yeah. like just bombing down a motorway so that is great um, it's a fucking great record um, yeah. and I, don't, I can't I can't really take anything away from it it's not like it is something that you've never heard before uh, we haven't talked about his vocals at all. He has a really cool voice, which mm-hmm. kind of carries the whole thing. It's like this is a doom record. This is the sort of doom record that I want to hear. Like when I was when I put on the new Conan, it was it was really good and I really enjoyed it. Um, but so I don't know. This just hits. It just like you said. It feels like they've studied it and they yeah. know. exactly what to do when to get you going not not to be um reductive of conan but there's more to this there's more to telekinete um yeah you put conan on for that immediate just like heavy caveman like boom smack to the face but Mm. once you've done a little bit of it there's not much more there whereas this has a lot more um you know a lot more um dynamics to it yeah like it it definitely gives huge nods to Caveman Doom, but it just offers so much more than yeah. your average Caveman, caveman Doom man. Um I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump straight in on, on a rating. I really was so close to giving this a five. Wow. Like, so close. Okay. Um, but, uh, but I've given it a 4.5. Well, I'm still sticking with what I said last week and going with proper decimals. So I'm, oh, I'm okay. I've given, I've given it a four point two. Okay. Yeah. A uh, four point two I'd say is fair. I'd say i say that's really fair. It it's it's great, right? It's it's an ab, it's, for me, I' guessing it's a big fact for approved, right? It's yeah, um, absolutely like if you like stoner, doomy, sludgy music, this is a must check out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and with a little smoke, it is a real treat. I can tell you that. <laughs> Fuera does but not yeah. approve of smoking weed. <laughs> um turn primordial out on tp records uh, a fiery two-piece uh, great doom psych album go and stuff that into your fucking ears or lungs or lungs <that uh that brings us on to our second review of the week uh hudson valley hardcore heroes uh mindforce have a new record out called new lords it's out on triple b records who brought us such great releases as The Grand Descent by Fuming Mouth um, and a bunch of other great uh, hardcore metal crossover releases. If, you, if I'm trying to describe Mindforce's sound, I would say it's for fans of, which I know lots of people hate that expression. Um, uh, it's, it's very much modern hardcore in the vein of, of, of gulch, drain, incendiary, like that kind of vibe going on. Um, the band are three surviving members of Living Laser, who I have never heard and still, I can't, I, I haven't heard them at all, but I know that that was, from reading an interview with them, I saw that that was their, what their old band was called. Um, so this is their, their debut record was Excalibur, which came out in 2018, and this is the follow-up to that, um, called New Lords. <laughs> if I'm Excalibur. Trying to describe- <laughs> Excalibur, mate, the song Excalibur is so um, good You know in in The Office where David Brent has that that poem about Excalibur Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so good, so good (laughs) Sorry Yeah, Um, yeah, no, no, no So in terms of describing sounds So I've talked about who they sort of Sound-wise, who they feel uh, in the same brotherhood or band Like similar scene bands would be Gulch, Drain, Incendiary. They've very much got that thrashy, crossover, hardcore vibe going on. Yep. It's very much a hardcore record. There aren't, aren't any points in here where I'm like, this is a thrash record Ooh, at all. I, I uh, wouldn't agree with that. Uh, I'd, I say, mean, I'd, say, lot- I'd say it's like 60-40. What, thrash to hardcore? No, hardcore to thrash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, And it's almost like they've got really good bits of almost like Exodus and... Like ride the lightning big, and big slayer know. moments, yeah. Oh, and they've they've even got a song called Street Slayer, which for me, that song title in itself for me kind of sums up their sound. They're like a slayer from the streets. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <okay>. I'm, I'm <laughs> cringing at myself saying that, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like a yeah. Uh, yeah. Are they from New York? Did you say uh, Hudson Valley? I don't know where Hudson Valley is. Hudson, I'd imagine that's near New York. That's Hudson River. Hudson, River. Hudson River. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. All the American listeners are like cringing right now. Yeah, it's like, oh god, these fucking these limeys. <laughs> um, but let's let's get into it, shall we? What? Uh, I mean, first of all, what? How did you vibe with this? Because I, it, as soon as I put this on, I was like, this is a bit of me. This is I'm I'm up for this. I feel like Nick would love this record. Yeah, it's, um, it's got Nick running all over it. Yeah, uh, how how do you feel about it? Like when you went in? Because I I can, the riffing in it and the soloing and. That meant for me all of that. The technical guitaring in it sets like makes it step up from a lot of their peers in that mm-hmm. in, in that sort of hardcore crossover scene. I mean, there's some fucking great and very talented crossover bands, but go, start giving me your thoughts on it. How, how did you feel when, my, you, when you whacked this on? My immediate thoughts of this is like this is just a good time. Like you put it on mm-hmm. and it's high energy, um, just yeah, like. Bouncy Not cheesy bouncy But you're sitting You're sitting listening to it Like getting amped up almost It's a good mm. time It doesn't outstay its welcome Knows what it's doing Like I mean the tracks are what Like one minute thirty Two minutes long Each one um, Yeah Two of them are actually Forty seconds or less There's like two uh, I can't remember what the fuck they're called A uh, Street Slayer itself Is like forty two seconds long And uh, Outcast uh, Outcast of the Empire Is is like thirty nine seconds Or something like that Yeah so whole thing is whole thing is 17 minutes. It's a 17 minute album. Exactly. And I think yeah. if it was any longer I would have I would have lost interest. I think it like mm-hmm. it nails it. Um I love what I love about it is the urgency of it. Like it's just no messing around, straight in with that kind of New Lords title intro. Um almost like a it felt like a an an initiation to the record if that makes sense. Mm. Um Catchy grab-the-mic moments. I imagine they're incredible live. Um, Yeah. I imagine that they're a lot more hardcore live than they are thrashy, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah. Like, it's true, they are a hardcore band doing thrash moments. I I Mm. think if they were to go on a thrash build, they'd be a bit, like, maybe out of their depth. I don't know if out of their depth, but I know what you mean. It's, It's almost like the... The reception to them would be a bit like oh, whereas yeah, yeah, whereas hardcore fans are like yeah, thrash is sick, but thrash fans are probably like no, hardcore sucks. Like yeah. you know, there's the, the there's like a bit of a filter there. Yeah, because like you said, like they do have great thrash riffs, but then there is a lot of beatdowny moments, which yeah, it, it depending on what you like, like you could find that a little bit bland. Um, so so I found this interesting because quite a lot I find. Personal taste, I find some of the beat downy moments with bands like this I find a bit like phoned in like i don't find too much original from it, but somehow when Mindforce are doing it, they are doing it with it there's a certain energy to it mm-hmm. which makes me feel like I feel like I've heard this beat down a thousand times before, but it feels really good i think I think what they have a good understanding is is what will work in a live setting and like mm chucking a beat down in they have really good um pace changing on the record so they'll know yeah. when to chuck in a beat down even though you've heard it a lot it's the placement of it that is just instantly kind of like okay this is going to be good do you know what mm. i mean yeah um i think that pretty much sums up everything i liked about the record um, we, go on what did you have stuff you didn't like about it very small amount um, I hated the vocal intro on 13 and mean he does a kind of oh, right. weird singy kind of shout and it and the the melody of it just sounds off and it didn't didn't work for me um, okay. and sometimes it gets a little bit samey overall but like I said it's 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 a short album so it's enough to keep your attention is kept it retains yeah. it but had it gone on for like 30 minutes it would have been too much for me yeah I think I think that's completely fair and it's I didn't feel the sameness, but I guess it's because it's only 17 minutes long. Because what it what it was doing for me is, as soon as I got to the end of that 17, like the last track, I just let it play back again through, mm-hmm. and I, and I just I just love it. That words fail is yeah, such a fucking hit. It's a st- I, dare it's, I, That's definite standout. D- dare I say my song of the year so far? <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean that's that's other, high, I, that's I, high I praise. Mean, that's high praise. I'd, I, let's not forget that Zeit by Ramstein came out this year as well. So I mean, it's yeah. it's tough, but um, but but Words Fail is just like yeah, it's everything I want. It it doesn't do the. I love it when bands don't rinse because of like borderline ADHD or whatever I've got is it's when a band does a riff twice and then does something else. You know, no more than twice, and I'm like, yeah, it's exciting. I'm still excited. Yeah, what are you gonna do next? And then the song stands. You like, oh, that was really fun. Yeah, just it, yeah, great. Yeah. Words fail is, I, is fucking huge. Yeah, I put Words Fail as a standout. There's a there's that bit yeah. in it, fifty seconds where it just changes and goes so stompy. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: that dun 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 Yeah, and and it does the, it does the single note, but then when it it's almost so obvious that it's gonna go from single note into chords, and then it's but it's so satisfying when it does. Yeah, and it's just like it's a. Like I showed it to a mate in the car the other day it's like you know what's coming and he, and he nodded and then it happened he was like yeah, yeah. that's good still satisfying still hits yeah. Um, yeah exactly yeah man great it is a good re- it is a good record it's fun um, production wise I thought um, the when it does when it's doing the thrashy moments like the Slayer kind of fast paced dual lead bits it it nails it for the explosive mm. parts I felt when it went a little bit more beat down centred it felt a little bit empty if that makes sense the production okay. um, but I guess it would have sounded weird had they made it fatter because the thrashy bits wouldn't work if it was that tone so I, I think overall as a compromise it worked well for both worlds I think what's production wise it's a very it's a guitar driven album right it almost yeah. feel, I feel like the the drumming and vocals and everything is great I think the vocalist is fucking brilliant but yeah I guess through let's talk about the vocalist as well after but yeah 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 absolutely but like throughout the record, the thing that constantly shines for me is oh, that riff was great, all mm-hmm. the guitarists did something wicked here. Oh, there's a really nice old school reverb solo yeah. over the top of this you know and it's like and and it, it's great. so I feel like the guitar is really the driver in yeah, this band yeah, I can agree well and, and I think the guitar and the vocals are the drivers, but yeah. yeah they sit high in the mix it's a it's a very high gain like top end guitar sound um, mm. which works it does work. Um, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. vocals, they're got they that kind of um, a lot of modern hardcore bands are are approaching vocals this way, like kind of quite turnstile-y almost. Uh, Turnstile, Comeback Kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Be- In- Beastie Boys. They remind me of Incendiary. Hey? Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, yeah. Uh, but it, it reminds me a lot of um, Incendiary, which I was like, yeah. I mean, but there's so many hardcore bands with this like sort of yelling sound to it. It's, it's, it sounds good. There's, yeah. there's a reason it's for it, right? It's, yeah. It sounds good. Oh, okay, I mean I, it's a short album, so I guess we've covered it quite well. Yeah. What, what did you give it? I gave it a three point eight. Okay. Yeah. I also gave this a four point five. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have listened to since this came out. I've this is this is the thing that knocks Telekinetic Yeti off my regular rotation, and I just chuck this every time I get in the car. I'm putting on New Lords. I really, yeah. really, really, really love this record. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely great. it's definitely a bit of you. It's more up your and Nick Street for sure. Yeah, uh, it's also uh, give. I've been obviously with with the band I'm working with at the minute. Is is lots of hardcore focus in that. So being around a lot of hardcore shows a lot at the moment. These sorts of bands are shining to me a lot more than they would have done previously. Yeah, but but like yeah, I really really enjoyed this. Like yeah. fucking great. I think I think had there been just a slight more. Um creativity with the beatdown sections it would mm. have pushed it over the four for me but i think because, yeah. of, because of that that's why i just dropped it slightly shy of four fair play fair play but four approved i'd say big fat four approved i imagine nick would nick would have absolutely loved this i think this he'd, i think you'd probably give it 5.9 yeah this i mean it's <laughs> this, this is this is nick calafato hardcore all day long it's yeah. it's great but yeah Nice. So, yeah, t- uh, I, I wanted to say this earlier in the, in the show, but obviously it, it sort of gives away like, it's like, oh, well, both records are good, don't need to bother. Like, but it, it, this was a real treat doing this episode because it was two albums that I've really fucking enjoyed this year. Uh, both will feature high in my album of the years. Um, they're great. Really, really, two really good records. And two very different records, which is yeah, always absolutely. always fun. Mm. Um, nice. That brings us on to records, John. I, I appreciate that you are doing records again this week. Um, That's okay. I mean, we were waiting on Nick to give us uh, a bit of text, and he never, he never de- delivered. He so. never delivered. <laughs> it that goddamn been... child of his. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been something um, horrendous anyway. So, oh, <laughs> savage, savage. What <laughs> have yeah, uh, what you got for us? So I've gone for a band called Funeral Presents. Um, Very nice. <clears throat> the album is called Akatius Ac- I think that's how you say it. Um, it is I'd spell that A C H A T I U S. Bang. Um, it's a solo project. It is um, the drummer from Negative Plane. You know that band. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so you can hear funeral presence in Negative Plane. Um, it is a black metal record in genre, I guess, but it is not what you'd expect, like a a solo black metal project to sound like it, it mm-hmm. explores much more interesting avenues than just like your standard Norwegian, you know, old school worship. Um, it's not like, you know, you know how like some solo projects are just like, you can tell it's one geezer in his bedroom just playing through a practice amp and yeah. and, and people go nuts for it. They're like, oh, it's so fucking underground and necro. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do fall into that category slightly for some things, but, this this is a lot more um it pushes the boundary a lot more of what black metal can be um it's like it has a kind of classic 90s sound to it but it's it, it goes a lot more prog um it's four tracks long but each track is like 10 minutes plus so like you can you, you can see what i mean like it's not just going to be a standard standard mm. thing um it's like there's like folky kind of moments in it um Almost kind of Thin Lizzy, weird yeah. guitar leads moments in it. It's it's bizarre, man, but it's fucking wicked. Um, it's just one of them ones that you have to check out if you like black metal or if you like old school nineties like true classic gross metal. Yeah, yeah. Check it, check it out, though, man. I think you are really. Man, enjoy it sounds, it. it sounds fucking great. I, I, I want to take this opportunity uh, on the air, so to speak. Uh, Herzl who you recommended last uh, episode mm-hmm. are fucking brilliant yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed mate it's so I mean you knew it was up my street yeah. of, but it's it's fucking great Um, very very tempted to do, to try and pick that up on, on vinyl because it, it's just so fun yeah Um. it's, it's I think I think with these records like it's it's fun to try and find bands that maybe the average listener may not have heard of like yeah. Like Herzl, I don't I can't I couldn't find hardly anything on it. Um I don't know, I can't remember where I found them out, but I'm glad I because like I'm not really into you know traditional heavy metal, but yeah. It it made me want to explore it a lot more. I was chatting to uh, Austin, uh friend friend of the Austin Brunley who writes in, who's written into the show uh, a bunch of times. Lovely, lovely guy. Um he referred to it as Trad. It's like trad. bands that are playing, yeah, bands like traditional, yeah, like yeah, metal. Yeah. It's okay. like, oh yeah, lots of lots of trad bands. I was like, that's really cool. I feel cool for saying that. but yeah, <laughs> to tra- some new some new trad stuff. <laughs> but I mean, what, what could you say? Trad would it transcend genre? Could you say like a trad? Would it be black metal? Could you say that, or is it specifically for? I think heavy metal? I think tra- I think for metal. If you just call it trad, it's like, like traditionally it, heavy you, metal. Yeah, you you get like that Man of War... Okay, uh, yeah, Herzel, yeah, I understand. Herzl, Eternal Champion sort of vibe going on. And there, I mean, there's a bit of a boom of it at the moment, isn't there? With like Spirit Adrift and... But I mean, there's so... Like, recording demos and doing your own music is so accessible now that there is just like bands, 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 like fucking everywhere, which yeah. is which is fun as fuck. But I guess like standing out in all of that is is tough. Yeah, it's um, true. Well, I guess like with like just to bring it back to um funeral presents like it's it is one guy but because he's he's the drummer of negative playing he's like, really accomplished drummer so when mm. he records this stuff it's not just like a drum machine playing like tuka toka tuka tuka it's like mm. he's he knows what he's doing and he's like yeah. a, he's a really good guitar player there's like Church bells going on, Synch. synth choirs. There's like some um, sort of like emperor moments, but also, yeah, like I said, some moments that you could ache into thin Lizzy. So it's, oh, yeah, it's, okay. it's, check it out, man. It's, it's definitely an interesting listen. That's the way I'd describe I describe mean, it. Interesting. Sold. Absolutely yeah. sold. Into it. Nice. Well, cool. Well, I think that brings us quite tidily to the end of another episode of Pod Hates Us All. Um, Thank you all for listening and we will see you again very soon with some more metal to stuff up your bums.